0: To me, freedom of movement means the opportunity to get new experiences, meet new people, try new things, live a life that you never thought you could live and just to get outside of your bubble and realize that not everything's the same everywhere and that there's different ways of life and different opportunities out there and we can always start over.
1: Hello, hello welcome to young gifted and abroad perspectives on studying abroad from past and present students of color my name is danielle and i'm so excited to be able to talk to you today because today is young gifted and abroad's fourth anniversary and it's also juneteenth uh well more importantly it's juneteenth juneteenth is definitely the more important (laughs) the more important aspect of today right um but (laughs) my point is it's a day full of celebration and for those of you who don't know i feel like most people should know what juneteenth is by now but if you don't i don't mind explaining uh juneteenth refers to june nineteenth, 1865 which is the day that news of the emancipation proclamation finally reached galveston texas and so the enslaved black people there found out that they were no longer enslaved two years after the proclamation had actually been made so basically enslaved black people in Texas were the last to find out about this and so it's kind of bittersweet right because they shouldn't have been enslaved in the first place and there were two extra years of freedom that they could have had that they didn't get But at the same time juneteenth represents the ending of slavery it represents black people being free and becoming even more free as as time goes on so it started out as a a local or regional holiday that black people in galveston and texas more widely were celebrating and then it grew in popularity among Black people in other parts of the country. And then, of course, after the murder of George Floyd in 2020, Juneteenth gained more mainstream attention uh, for better or for worse. And then in 2021, it became a federal holiday. So today is a very important day for Black people to celebrate our freedom and our personhood and our sense of community. So yeah, happy Juneteenth everybody. So we're celebrating Juneteenth today, of course, and we're celebrating four years of Young, Gifted, and Abroad and 100 episodes of Young, Gifted, and Abroad. And I have thoughts to share, of course. That's one of the main reasons that I'm (laughs) putting this special anniversary episode together for y'all to enjoy. But I'm going to save my thoughts for the end because um, normally what I would do for episodes like these where it's only me talking or it's mostly me talking, I would follow this structure that I had come up with where I start with reflection and talk about my thoughts about the show thus far. And then I would move on to gratitude where I thank illicit people that I have in mind to thank. And then I would end with some sort of lesson or advice basically something that I have learned or found inspirational or encouraging that I want to share with you all. So that's the structure that I would usually try to follow, right? But this time, those three main elements are kind of all mixed together. (laughs) Um, I really wanted to involve as many guests in this episode as I could. Especially because, as I've announced previously, after this anniversary, I'm putting the podcast on hiatus until 2023. So, you know, for the rest of this year, what you're listening to right now is it. Like, this this is it for, for 2022. And I thought it'd be great to uh, round things out and also celebrate these milestones of four years and 100 episodes by you know involving as many guests as I could and so what I had in mind did not really fit within the structure that I uh, usually would try to stick to so this anniversary episode might be a little different but I'm hoping that it still proves to be cohesive and enjoyable we're gonna see (laughs) So basically it's gonna be split into four four yes four parts Uh, I'm going to thank people first, and then you're going to hear from some fourth-year guests responding to two very specific and important questions that I ask guests every year, so you're going to hear their thoughts on those, and then you're going to hear from guests of previous years chiming in about their appearances on the show and also just sharing whatever nice things they felt like sharing with me. Uh, relating to the milestones that we're celebrating today. That part is also going to include a recording that I did with my cousin Kayla from episode one, where at my request, Kayla interviewed me and asked me a few questions to help me reflect and talk through what the show means to me and how I feel about what I've accomplished And last but not least, I'll be sharing any final thoughts that I have before saying see y'all in 2023. (laughs) So that's how this episode is going to go. And I'm going to go ahead and start things off by thanking people, by expressing gratitude. And for that, all I really have to say is thank you all for everything. I know that sounds very sweeping and vague. (laughs) And normally for an anniversary, I would have almost like an itemized list of people I wanted to thank and why. And I might still write that list. Um, Check out the blog post for this episode on younggiftedandabroad.com to see if I actually end up doing that. But um, I don't know, something is telling me to take it easy this time. So I just wanna say thank you to anyone who has directly or indirectly in word or deed contributed to Young, Gifted and Abroad coming to be, or anyone who has helped keep me going so I can keep this show going, thank you for all of it thank you for your participation thank you for your encouragement thank you for your feedback thank you for your invitation for those of you who've had me on your shows as a guest thank you for your talents thank you for just everything if you're listening to this and you're hoping or you're wondering if this applies to you please know that it does It applies to you, and you, and and you, and you, and you, you're gonna... No, okay, sorry. (laughs) Don't know where that came from. But yes, it applies to you, it applies to all of you. Even though I am well aware that nothing about Young, Gifted, and Abroad happens without me, because I'm doing everything. You know, it's a one-woman show in that regard. At the same time, I'm also well aware that... I wouldn't have been able to make it to this point all by my lonesome. You know what I mean? Everybody needs support in one form or another. And I have received that in so many ways. And uh, I'm just really grateful. I really am. So once again, thank you all for everything. And of course, more specifically, I want to thank all of the guests from this fourth year of Young Gifted and Abroad, all the people who let me interview them and were featured in episodes 81 through 100. And those people are April, Jessica, Eric, Brittany, Tendiso, Farah, Jeannie, Mia, Tamara, Kirsten, Kristen. Christina, Adrian, Kendra, Natasha, Naledi, Justin, Horia, Ila, and Riley. Thank you all. I know all of you have heard me say it plenty of times because I try to thank my guests as profusely as I can in the moment. So, um, I know you've heard me say it before, but thank you so much for sharing your time with me and sharing your experiences, not just with me, but with other people who get to listen to these episodes and learn about y'all and learn from y'all. I don't take your generosity for granted at all. And I hope that you all know how highly I think of each and every one of you. And of course... This podcast would not have reached 100 episodes without y'all. Like, literally. Would not have happened. (laughs) So, yeah. Thank each and every one of you for being my guest during this fourth year of Young, Gifted, and Abroad. Oh, and especially, uh, I want to give an extra thank you to April from episode 81. Because she was actually in my neck of the woods back in March. And... We met up for Korean food, and it was so nice. April is just the loveliest person, and, you know, I see people talk about meeting your heroes or meeting your internet friends, and I definitely felt like it was that kind of situation, because April is one of my heroes when it comes to podcasting. Shout out and rest in peace to her show, Jin Cha, Cha. So yeah, double thanks to you, April. <laughs> for hanging out with me that was really fun and speaking of fourth year guests it's time for y'all to hear from some of them as i do every anniversary i sent my guests from this fourth year two questions in hopes that they would respond to them and the first question is in the spirit of juneteenth and black people having the freedom to go wherever they want to go and move wherever they want to move not just in terms of travel and educational pursuits, but also just life choices in general. I asked my guests, question number one, what does freedom of movement mean to you? And then question number two is something I got from watching a YouTube channel called The Black Experience Japan. And that question is, If the world were listening to you right now, what would you say? So I'm really excited to share the responses that I received. I gave people the option to either send me a voice memo or send their response in writing so I could read it aloud for you all. So first you're going to hear some voice memos from April from Episode 81, Jessica from Episode 82, Tendiso from Episode 85, and Naledi from episode 96, and then I'm gonna read the rest. So, here goes.
2: If the world were listening to me right now, it would say, I know what you've gone through. I know how your creativity has been stepped on and your dreams have been for so many years, but now is your time. This is the year of you, me, the world. I'm here with open arms, ready for you to explore me again, to open up your mind, to let your creativity flow and know that there are no
3: boundaries. That's what I think the world would say to me.
4: Danielle, congratulations on four years and 100 episodes. This is Jessica from episode 82, Romance Reads and the City of Gold. Freedom of movement is a heck of a thing to me. It means not only having the financial capability or even the legal ability to travel and explore the world or just this country, but to actually feel comfortable while doing it. There's no reason to travel to a place if you're not going to be welcomed or treated with respect. Once upon a time, I would have said it was just about being able to travel without it being a financial hardship, but what's the use of any of that if it's not going to be a good experience? There's so much more that falls under the concept of freedom of movement, whether you're traveling within this country or outside of it, but that's the gist. I don't have time to say what I'd want to say if the world were listening, but here's a bit of it. Don't let anybody take your joy away. If you love it and you're not causing harm, it's yours. Own it. Congratulations again and happy Juneteenth.
5: Hey Danielle, I hope you're doing great. Again, congratulations. This is such a big deal and keep them coming. So to answer your first question, freedom of movement to me means the ability to explore and discover different countries or regions without any restriction. So um, as someone who comes from a country where getting a visa before arrival is standard practice, living in Europe now, it means that I can just hop in a car, on a train, get on a plane and go to a different country within the Schengen region and spend as much time as I want there exploring getting to know people different cultures without having to worry about getting paperwork together getting bank account statements together in order to get permission to visit that country so it means everything to me now more than ever Um, the fact that i can explore without having those um, what i deem to be unnecessary restrictions if the world were listening to me i would tell them now more than ever we are living in an age of global citizenship there are more opportunities to travel to explore and to discover so take advantage of these opportunities and immerse yourself in different cultures in different regions in different countries and really take the opportunity to get to know how other people in other regions function, how they approach situations, and use that to be able to relate to other people and to be more open-minded because the world is more than just where you live and where you come from. And the more global citizens we have, the more relatable people that they are, the better the world will be for it. I definitely would be... Very grateful if a lot more people were well-traveled and uh, more informed. In other words, there's a lot more going on outside of the confines of your home, your state and your country. So the more you travel, the more informed you will be and the better you will be at forming a stronger opinion and making really good and very well-informed decisions. So go out there explore, travel, learn. To me, freedom of movement means the
0: opportunity to get new experiences, meet new people, try new things, live a life that you never thought you could live and just to get outside of your bubble and realize that not everything's the same everywhere and that there's different ways of life and different opportunities out there and we can always start over. If the world were listening to me right now, I would say all of the typical things, but very true things like be yourself, be present, live in the moment, try new things, don't be afraid to start over, be compassionate. I know that that's something I'm working on with myself. Um, And I'll end off by saying don't be afraid to go after your dreams and what you really desire in life, because life is just, it can be short, hopefully it's not, but... You never know. Blessed day, everybody.
1: Next, I have some words from Brittany from episode 84. In response to the first question, Brittany wrote, Physically, I move, like during today's walk along the waterfront. I have moved from one state to another country and back to the states again when I needed the vibrancy of a new location. Mentally, I move as well grasping the energy to pull myself out of a slump or to give a loved one a heart-filled pep talk. Freedom of movement means that I can inhale who I am at any given moment, exhale the aspects that no longer allow me to feel free, and then I can continue to grow. And if the world were listening to Brittany right now, she would say, I hope that you see me, and when you look, I hope you know every day I try. And last but not least, I have a few words from Nia from episode 88. And she wrote, Freedom of movement is like a good stretch. It is refreshing. It reminds me of a soft reboot because your understanding of self and others, other cultures, places, peoples, gets updated. You learn and you grow. If the world was listening to me right now, I would say, with love, take a deep breath. So thanks to April, Jessica, Tendiso, Naledi, Brittany, and Nia for participating in this little tradition of mine (laughs) and sharing your wisdom in response to those questions. And now it's time for y'all to hear from even more guests from previous years. And what I decided to do was to make it even more open-ended, and rather than asking any specific questions, I just asked them to send me any meaningful reflections they had about being on this podcast. So for the sake of transition, I'm going to play the teaser for this podcast that I made last year, just because I like it and I think y'all should hear it too, (laughs) And then once that's done, you're going to hear some voice memos from Marley from episode 19, Dory from episode 21, Tiffany from episode 38, AJ or Anjali from episode 70, and Deja from episode 74. And then you're going to hear my conversation with my cousin Kayla from episode one. And in that conversation, I also read some more Responses That I got from previous guests So Here goes Again <laughs> Hello hello My name is Danielle And I am the creator, host, and producer Of Young, Gifted, and Abroad A podcast that highlights Perspectives on studying abroad From past and present students of color Have you studied abroad? Wanted to but didn't think it was accessible? Tried to but it didn't work out? Or are you simply curious about the myriad of impactful ways that travel and education can intersect? Well, Young, Gifted, and Abroad definitely has something for you. Join me for each episode as I talk to a different person of color about their own unique study abroad or other international learning experiences. You'll hear from people like my cousin who went to Peru. (laughs) I was trying to touch their hair. (laughs) I was trying to find me some Peruvian bundles. No, you weren't. No, you were not. (laughs) I was. I was. And my other cousin who went to the UK.
0: For about 48 hours, I was in England with no passport, no money, Mm -hmm. uh, no no, no nothing. And, And graciously, a complete stranger found my pouch with all of my stuff in it. And my email address, emailed oh. me and he told me to come back and get my stuff and everything was intact.
1: And plenty of other people I'm not related to, <laughs> like a boxer who studied manga in Japan.
0: He gave me his card and it said he graduated from Kyoto Sekai University. I was oh, like, oh my god, that's my yes. dream university, I've always wanted to go there. That's amazing. Yeah, this is complete happenstance, this is right. complete. The next day he sent me a Facebook message, yo I just talked to my professor, uh, are you free on Monday? Like, hell yeah, I'm free money. Uh, <laughs> <Right. laughs>
1: and an entertainment expert who went to college on a cruise ship. The people, the music, e- everything was just off the chain.
2: So, yeah, yeah. Brazil was like my Never number ever. one. Thanks, Beyonce. <laughs> Thanks
6: for waking me again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hear their stories and many more by listening to Young, Gifted, and Abroad. Available on younggiftedandabroad.com and and wherever podcasts are.
7: Uh, Ever since being on the show, I think I've asked almost every person of color that I meet or that I know, Um, if they studied abroad. I'm always like, have you studied abroad? Have you studied abroad? And um, it's just really opened my eyes even more of how small of a community it really is. It's like being a part of an exclusive club, but not in that good feeling way because you want to expand the club to everyone. You want everyone to be a part of the club. get the experience and the exhilaration of being a non-white American outside of the country. Um, It's just a life-changing experience. So now I ask all people of color if they study abroad so they can share their story on this podcast. Because uh, these stories need to be told. More stories need to be told. So I'm just so thankful for this platform and all that Danielle has done um, to really push it forward. And 100 episodes, that's just amazing. Uh, Congratulations, Danielle. And Young, Gifted, and Abroad. Looking for forward to the future and what's
6: to come. My experience on Young, Gifted, and Abroad really made me reflect on my experience as a student, as a Black American abroad, and even as someone just going through life. Um, Re-listening to it, I was very shocked how I sounded and how crass I was on my experience in New Zealand and it gave me a lot of pause and you know a lot of moments of I don't sound grateful of this experience and it it let me you know have real conversations with people who listened to it who are my friends and how I had to go back and explain things better and um really made me think and challenge my own thinking it also um, led to really good conversations with people about being a Black American abroad, and um, of course, how people touch your hair. And I thought having the experience of having my stories shared was very was very impactful. I really enjoyed it, and I also want to congratulate Young, Gifted, and Abroad for this amazing milestone. This platform has done so much for the Black student experience, especially the Black traveler experience. And I think having the ability to share these amazing stories is incredible. So thank you to Young, Gifted, and Abroad.
3: Hey, Danielle. This is Tiffany. I am so excited for your 100th episode. You are a rock star. You have been diligent in making sure that students across the globe, or just people across the globe, know how essential it is to get out of their comfort zone and to go abroad. So I have loved my time. I have replayed that episode for students that I work with, um, and they have been followers of your podcast. And I think some of my friends have even been on your podcast. But what you're doing is important work. Um, Global citizenship is something that I highly value. And as someone who's been to over 70 countries, I love what you're doing. I think you have a well-deserved break coming up, but we are so excited for you to come back because the world needs to hear this podcast. Um, There is 190 plus countries. And so people need to know what's out there and that it is possible to go. So thank you for all that you've done. Appreciate you and congratulations.
2: Danielle, 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 I just remember we had such an awesome time during uh, the time frame that I was on your podcast. I I just remember tons of laughter, tons of connection, a lot of Beyonce references, (laughs) and many other things for sure. I want to congratulate you on your fourth anniversary and meeting up to 100 episodes. You are killing it. Young, gifted, and abroad. Like, I I still remember when you reached out to me and was like, hey, you want to join this? You want to be part of this? And I was like, oh, yeah, let's totally do it. So um, I'm so grateful for the experience that I had on the podcast for the reason that it just made me um, realize the privilege I had just being able to study abroad and to have such great travel experiences during my um, youth, or at least collegiate years, <laughs> um, also just keeping in mind to be humble and embraceive of people of different backgrounds and experiences. A lot of people forget that nowadays, especially in the time frame that we're in, and that that's something that that desperately needs to be remembered. And and I remember that a lot from. Um, Just reflecting from the podcast appearance that I had on Young, Gifted, and Abroad, for sure. Um, It also made me amplify the fact that I need to at least remind me that I need to reach out more to those very friends that made those experiences so great. Um, So, and because I, I really... You know, you do these study abroad deals and you kind of leave it hanging for a bit and don't realize it. And then when you go back to it, you're like, damn, that person actually made it a great time frame um, for my study abroad. So I would definitely say, you know, reflection from my podcast appearance definitely made me realize I need to put more effort into those long distance relationships and uh, friendships for sure. I know this will be on Juneteenth, and it's it's just good to see that there is some slow movement <laughs> with Juneteenth, to say the least, and, and recognition, at least on um, a national scale, and hopefully even more coming down the road. Um, but yes, congratulations again. I'm so happy for you. Keep doing it. I can't wait to hear more episodes.
8: Danielle, happy Juneteenth and congratulations on four years and a hundred episodes. That's crazy. You're OG now. You've been doing this. (laughs) Thank you for creating a show like Young Gifted and Abroad and allowing people like me to discuss our travel experiences and, and give insight into that world that a lot of people aren't really exposed to. You know, um. Being on Young, Gifted, and Abroad, it allowed me to talk about my experience on a platform that everybody has access to. So people that I'm not even in contact with got to hear stories about me um, studying abroad to Japan that they might have never known about. Um, Even friends and family that I might have not discussed certain things with, they heard those crazy stories that I told on the show And because of that, they came up to me with even more questions and it just allowed me to delve deeper into the experience that I had over there in Osaka. So thanks to your great hosting skills and your hospitality, you made it easy for somebody like me, a quiet person, to open up and talk about one of my most life-changing experiences without any type of uh, hesitation. So thank you so much for all that you do and congratulations again.
1: Okay, so... The birth story of this podcast. It was 2018. I was an avid podcast listener by then, but I wasn't interested in doing podcasting myself because I just hadn't thought about it. And then I saw all these programs popping up where they would train you to like be a podcast producer um, or, you know, basically learn all the behind the scenes stuff of podcasting. And I was like, oh, that might be that might be something I'm interested in, but, uh, you know, I kept seeing other programs pop up and I saw another one that was more like, a, like a pitch competition where you would pitch your own show and they would help you develop it, but you would be the host, like you would be front and center as like the host and creator of that show. So I didn't go for that one, but it got me thinking like, okay, if I did have my own podcast, what would it be about? And I kept thinking, I kept thinking, and I was like, oh, I could, I could just study abroad because that's an experience that I have. And I remember I have never been able to forget when I was going abroad in college, how um, I would have people say, Oh, it's really great that you're doing that. I'm so proud of you. You know, not a lot of us get to do that, us meaning black people. Mm-hmm. So I thought, um, hmm, well. I know I'm a black person who studied abroad and I know just from like my school from Michigan state uh, I know other black people and, and other people of color who have studied abroad as well. So maybe if I can get them to talk to me about it, I can, uh, you know, interview them, record those interviews, put, and put them all in one place. Um, And that could be useful to someone who wants to, study abroad or just wants more information about travel or just wants more visibility of you know people of color studying abroad so and I felt like I was in need of a creative outlet at that time so I um, spent basically the whole month of May of that year just like developing it I guess you could say um coming up with ideas for how i wanted episodes to go who i wanted to interview um yeah all that and i ended up coming up with young gifted and abroad as the name because i was reading um lorraine hansberry's the playwright uh lorraine hansberry's biography to be young gifted and black um just I don't know. I felt drawn to her story and I wanted to learn more about her. And I was reading her biography as um, just like creative inspiration. So she's actually, the name Young, Gifted and Abroad is inspired by To Be Young, Gifted and Black. A lot of people think it's the Nina Simone song, but um, Nina Simone wrote that song in, um, in homage to her friend, Lorraine Hansberry. So Lorraine Hansberry is where that comes from for me. And uh, yeah, I got everything planned out the way I wanted it. And then Memorial Day weekend, 2018, I interviewed my cousin, a.k.a. you. You. <laughs> you were my very first guest. Mm-hmm. I remember I was so nervous when we did that. <laughs> but yeah, and, and so I interviewed you in May, and then I launched on Juneteenth. 2018 I chose that as my anniversary because it would be easy for me to remember and just like the whole idea of like black people especially uh given Mm -hmm. what the holiday represents being able to just move freely and go where they want to go I felt like that really resonated with me so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah four years later here we are and by the time this comes out it'll have been 100 episodes and uh yeah that's the story
9: (laughs) wow 100 episodes I keep wanting to say 100 years (laughs) 100 100 episodes that is that is amazing um in four years and then like I was saying before I didn't really realize that the anniversary is on Juneteenth Mm -hmm. and I really like the the concept behind it behind Young Gifted and Abroad and I definitely think that it, it is very fitting to be on Juneteenth um but a hundred episodes. So mm-hmm. I am just thinking like, how, how has this journey impacted you? Um, I think a hundred episodes is a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, four <laughs> years is a while. Wow. Um, so it, to me, it takes a lot of, you know, consistency, creativity, a lot of effort and time that you have to put into it. Yeah, so I'm sure. really, I'm really wanting to hear a little bit more about that? Like, how
1: did it impact you? Um, well, I think I didn't anticipate how much it would, like, take out of me.
9: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I'm the type of person where if it's something I'm really interested in, I, I like, go all in. Mm-hmm. And that's how I was as a student. Uh, especially in college. And um, yeah, with this thing, with this podcast, it was the same way. And I think I, I I don't know, as time went on, I would get more and more invested in it. And then each episode would take more and more time for me to, to put together. And I think I just didn't like, it's always been fun, Mm -hmm. but it's, I didn't expect like, I didn't expect it to be hard.
5: (laughs) Mm-hmm.
1: So when things did get hard, I just felt really tired. It's like, dang, I thought I was supposed to feel good about this all the time. <laughs> that's that's just what happens when you're, you know, you're working on something for a long time, even if it's something you really care about, you know. Um, and if if you had told me when I started that, okay, you interviewed Kayla, that's awesome. But now you got to go uh, find 99 more people. <laughs> I would have been like, huh? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who 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 said anything about
9: it? <laughs> right who who said ninety ninety nine 99 more people
1: <laughs> I didn't have like a goal in mind for a number of people I thought I think in my head I thought it would be more short-lived because I didn't think I would find that many people to um who would be willing to you know to to have me interview them mm-hmm. so uh it's been labor intensive, of course, but it's also been really humbling and encouraging just to think about how many people have said yes, like, Mm -hmm. most of the people I've reached out to have, you know, um, have said yes to me inviting them on the show. And I don't know, it was like, (laughs) I guess it was way easier. I thought I would have to do more convincing or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Not I was going to say begging, not begging. I wouldn't <laughs> have been begging. But <laughs> so it was just really humbling to think, oh, this people want to participate in this. And, like, people do care. Like, if you ask people or if you invite people in, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times they will show up, even if they're strangers. Because um, after, like, the first two years I was interviewing mostly strangers because I like went through people I knew from school I went through you know <laughs> you and Aunt Faye and <laughs> other people in our family. yeah um so it's been really humbling and encouraging to uh witness how generous people can be and how like willingly they'll part- participate in things sometimes you just have to ask and it's mm-hmm. that simple um yeah and it's just been I don't know, I guess I'm still processing how it has like affected me. Uh, it still doesn't really feel real. Like mm-hmm. I know I said like I've interviewed 100 people and you know all this stuff, but it doesn't I think after like 50 as the numbers went up after that point it just didn't feel <laughs> it didn't feel real. I don't know how to describe what I'm trying to say, but um yeah, I I'm just really proud that I've been able to keep it going this far and it's hard with the amount of effort I put into it, like interviewing people and editing episodes together. And then I also like write about each person. Like I write blog posts and resource lists for each episode. So, you know, that takes, ended up taking a lot more time and effort than I had anticipated, but yeah. um, I don't know. It just feels worth it. It all feels like it's been worth it. So, you know, I wish I had like a more solid answer, but I feel like, yeah, I'm still processing like what it, what the show has, has, uh, how the show has uh, impacted me so far.
9: Yeah. Well, I think that was good, valuable information, good feedback. Um, And so I know I told you I have three, but now I have two more questions. Okay. (laughs) So, I'm really wanting to know, and I'm sure the people want to know. Um, where would you like to see young gifted in abroad go?
1: Oh man, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's a great question. I don't know because honestly, um, my my plan, at least at the beginning of this year, was to um, to get to one hundred, which seemed just so far away and so impossible because I think I ended. Last year at 88. Mm-hmm. So I still had or I had I had recorded 89, the 89th interview by that point. So I still had 11 more to go. and I didn't know who those people were gonna be. And so I thought, and I think I just entered this year with like so much apprehension just about life in general and the state of the world and and that included the podcast as well. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna let me just get to 100 in June. And then I'll just take, I'll have the show on hiatus for the second half of the year and I can come back in 2023. So that's the only plan I've had in mind this year. <laughs> so okay. Um. So, but even now I'm not sure because. I don't know. I think at the beginning of this year, I was like, Oh, I just need to get there. I just need to get there. And then I can, I can, I can set it aside. But now that I'm here, like at the finish line, I'm like, Oh, well, I feel like I'm going to miss it. So maybe Mm -hmm. I won't take the whole rest of it Mm -hmm. off. I don't know. Um, So that's the only plan that I have uh, so far is potentially most likely taking the second half of 2022 off as far as the podcast goes um but as far as seeing where I want it to go in the future I think when I started out I had an idea that I would end up doing more outreach like connecting more to like high schools and universities so that they could like have this as a resource or just be aware of it I mm-hmm. think I definitely dropped the ball on that just because I was so engrossed and like it took enough just for me to you know like find people interview them get episodes out do all that like it 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 took so much just to do that that i couldn't really i didn't really have much time to spare to like do outreach like i thought i wanted to do Mm -hmm. so i think in the future that's something i definitely would want to um like approach differently or at least you know actually put real effort into that yeah um yeah and I, I don't know beyond that I, I don't know I uh yeah I, I guess again because I didn't really see myself getting to 100 so thinking about like 100 and beyond it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know I don't even know what that would look like mm-hmm. but um yeah hopefully in 2023 I'd be coming back with more episodes and would also hopefully be just connecting more with like schools, organizations, doing more like outreach and being intentional about it. I think that's where I see it going. I
9: think that that is dope, Um, especially our youth. That's a a sweet spot for me, for myself. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that that is very important that youth, especially uh, youth of color, to see um, that it's possible to get out of, you know, the environment that they're so used to seeing and and to want to see more and experience more like going abroad. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and sometimes, you know, we're just not aware of it because of our life circumstances. So having that um, mentoring aspect and outreach, that would be amazing uh, for, for young gifted and
1: abroad. Um, Thanks. I think so too. I just have to commit to it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just the beginning. It's just the,
9: just the beginning for young gifted and abroad. So, you know, mm-hmm. take your time, take you a little break, <laughs> take you a little break. And, and, um, yeah. We'll be here when, when you're ready. So yeah. <laughs>
1: that,
9: that's a lot of work. Like I, like you said, uh, four years and a hundred episodes, that's a lot and you deserve a break. So. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Take that break. Um, and then the last question that I had really was um, just if you had to give some advice to someone who is ex- aspiring to create their own podcast, what would it be?
1: Oh, Lord.
9: <laughs> <laughs> what would it be?
3: Because, oh. you know,
9: this is very, this is very successful. Uh, four years, a hundred episodes. Yeah. Um, sometimes you see people starting podcasts and end it for whatever reason. So, That's you true. know, clearly you're doing something right. So what, what would be some advice to someone who is aspiring to, to start
1: their own? Well, okay. So the first piece of advice that comes to mind is do things the way you want to do them, okay? Like there's so many different ways to go about podcasting and um, definitely like do it the way you want to do it. There's so much advice out there about what you should do. What you should say, uh, how you should connect with people, how you should like market things, if marketing is even important to you, which it should be more important to me, but it's not always. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Or even just from the equipment you use or like the recording platforms or the recording software you use, like, um, or how you keep if you even take notes or if you, how you keep records, how you store things, how you organize yourself, do it the way you want to do it. I think it's good to have ideas. Like, like I said, I've been listening to podcasts for years before I started mine. So like I knew what I liked to hear Mm -hmm. as a listener. And so I basically, I basically create for the type of person I am as a listener. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so definitely do, do things the way you want to do them. And don't try not to get swayed or, or intimidated too much by what other people are doing or what they say is the right way to do things. Um, and since you mentioned advice, I do want to share, because sometimes I've said in the past how editing is like probably my least favorite part of the process, but I do it because I care. Um And uh, the reason why it's so like my least favorite part is I just don't, I still don't really like hearing myself talk. (laughs) It feels Mm -hmm. weird saying that, but having to listen to myself on the recording, it makes me feel cringy a lot of times or even like judgmental or sometimes I get overly self critical and all that. So sometimes it can be tough. But what I started doing is I would write like on like scratch paper, I would just write out. permanent marker just like reminders to help me focus um and not to like ruminate too much on like like the negative thoughts or whatever so I had three of them I should have brought them in here with me but I think I remember what they were uh one of them was nobody is judging you God is not judging you you are judging yourself so ease up
9: Mm -hmm.
1: that's one of them um Another one is trust your choices. That was another one I wrote down because, um, you know, I might listen to an episode I did in the past and maybe I didn't, you know, I might want to critique the sound quality or critique how I asked this question or how I phrased this thing or, or whatever. I might find, want to try and like critique things about it. But at the time when I was putting that episode together, I believed in the choices I was making. And I thought that was the right thing at the time. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I feel like I have to respect that, you know, Mm -hmm. so trust your choices in the midst of, you know, whatever you're doing within the podcast process, um, trust your choices. So that's that. And then the other note that I would write to myself was, remember, this is supposed to be fun. Like, it's supposed to be fun. That's why I started, at least. I wasn't setting out to, you know, some people start podcasts because they want to turn it into a business or they wanted it to uh, turn into this thing or that thing or they want to monetize it, whatever. I genuinely, when I started, I wanted, I just wanted that creative outlet and I wanted it to be fun and I wanted to be able to, you know, connect with people, people that I knew, but also new people that I might not have gotten the chance to meet if it weren't for the show so you know if you get bogged down in the details or feeling like what you're creating is not up to snuff for some reason just remember like it's supposed to be fun like go back to that mm-hmm. how, how can you make this fun so you can keep wanting to do it because that's that's the whole point and you don't want to lose sight of that so mm-hmm. that's my advice. <laughs> Thank you that was that was good advice, really good
9: advice and um to to stop judging yourself to trust your choices and to keep it fun and I also heard to remember your why mm-hmm. uh, why of initiating um your podcast as as it continues um that was some good advice, and I feel like that could be uh connected to to life in general really um, yeah. so yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, happy to share. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. but that's all
1: the questions I had for you. Okay. Uh, I thought you had another question. Was that it? That was it. Okay. Yep. Um, okay, yeah, so that's, that's, that's awesome. I did have an idea, and this won't take any time at all, but um, just to like end things off, I mm-hmm. had reached out to previous guests I didn't email you because I figured you were already doing this. Like this is more than enough, but like besides you, I reached out to previous guests to see if they had any meaningful reflections about their appearance on the show. So I Mm -hmm. could like include it in this anniversary episode. And so, so far I have a few emails from people that I thought I could read with you. If that's okay. Okay. I figured this would be a great way to end off. This conversation. So, first, I have an email from Kathy from episode two. Kathy, I I went to high school with Kathy, and she's awesome. And you know, you were my first guest. Kathy was my first guest that I wasn't related to. So, shout out to Kathy. Shout out to Kathy. (laughs) Okay. And Kathy said, not a real comment, really, but it's so lovely seeing you and your podcast grow over the years, Danielle. Can't believe it's been 100 episodes. Proud of you. Love, Kathy. So that was from Kathy. And then I had Hope from episode seven. Hope I met at MSU. Okay. And uh, yeah, she's a she's good people. Shout out Um, to Hope. Yes, shout out to Hope. (laughs) Okay. So, Hope wrote I took the time to listen to my episode, and it was amazing to witness how much my life and my perspectives have evolved since then. Young, Gifted, and Abroad provides an amazing place for individuals who are interested in leading a life abroad to learn about how others made the move. Danielle asked questions that made me think deeply about what mattered to me, what influenced me to go out and get what I want that has benefited me then and even now after my re-listening. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of a journey that has and will continue to change people's lives for the better.
7: Mm -hmm.
1: Hope. Yes. Thank you, Hope.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
9: And next one. Oh, what were you saying? I was saying that was good feedback.
1: Yeah, for sure. Next is from Aaliyah from episode 35. Okay, so Aaliyah wrote, if I can remember, I initially reached out to you while I was looking up hashtags for studying abroad back in 2019. We had our interview in April, April 2019, a month after this first scholarship was announced. Excuse me, I forgot to mention, Ilya founded her own study abroad scholarship called Diverse International Women of Color. Oh, wow, um, that's a so that. Yeah, and I actually help review applications every year. Wow. So, you know, that's amazing. <laughs> so, that's the scholarship she's referring to. Okay. Um, so, yes, we had our interview in April 2019, a month after the first scholarship was announced. You asked me great questions about studying abroad and one of my favorite questions you asked was why did I study abroad? And I explained how I've always wanted to study abroad to China due to my father who had passed away 15 years ago. I talked about how I loved watching Kung Fu movies with my dad. So it was nice to have it on recording honoring him. I was very excited to hear our interview and I even posted a snippet on our our Instagram page. You have played such an important part in helping us announce our DIWC 2021 scholars um, when you were listed as an application review reader. So thank you for that. Congratulations on reaching 100 episodes and keep doing the amazing work. Best, Aaliyah. Shout out to Aaliyah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I have Sean from episode 37. But yeah, Sean kept theirs short and sweet. Uh, Hey, Danielle, congratulations on this milestone. That's no small feat. Wishing you the best and thank you for having me be part. It's been a joy. And that's from Sean.
9: Okay.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. So, and then the last one I have is from Yesel from episode 67. Yesel, she wrote... Hi, Danielle, what a wonderful idea and congratulations on your anniversary. Uh, My two cents, reflecting on my study abroad experience with Danielle during the peak of the pandemic was the perfect escape. I love sharing my stories and hope I inspired someone else who has recently gotten too comfortable staying home to experience new cultures and the beauty of serendipity. Thank you for the opportunity, Danielle, and congratulations. And that's from Yesul
0: yes
1: so yeah that's all I had I forgot to mention Sean the one I read from um episode 37 I met them at um at MSU as well so okay. they are also a Spartan
3: Shout
1: and then um you. but yeah that's what I got so far I just thought that'd be nice to read them with you <laughs> yeah yeah and I
9: know I didn't um do a review but um I just want to thank you for allowing me the opportunity as your first guest <laughs> to share my experience, and then the opportunity now to celebrate with you um, for this wonderful accomplishment, and um, just to congratulate you, and to to say that it's very aspiring um, for for what you're doing, and then just the you know the consistency and the safe space for us people of color to come mm-hmm. on and share our experiences. So um, really grateful for that, and super proud of you. So. oh after you take your break because <laughs> you need a break
1: you <laughs> refreshed and, yeah and come on back so yeah. yeah oh thank you Kayla and you're very welcome like it was such a joy to have you as my first guest I remember for like it had to be like a year or two after that I would get people saying oh I love your cousin she's so yeah. funny like You know, I really I'm really glad I got to start off on the right foot with you because I was so nervous about launching and everything and then getting to ease into it with with family was it really helped me a lot. So thank you. And thank you for coming on again, (laughs) kind of switching roles here where I'm in the hot seat now, but I appreciate Mm -hmm. you coming on again and do this with me, help me celebrate. Um, and I know you I mean, you've got unapologetically me and everything else you're doing, like you're you know, a rock star in your own right. So if you're inspired (laughs) by me, I just want to say I'm like 10 times more inspired by you. I appreciate it. For real. (laughs) Yeah, I just really appreciate you. And I hope you have a a good rest of your night. Thank you. I hope you do too. Okay, thank you. Tell Jante and the babies I said hi. I um, The will. babies are
9: probably asleep.
1: But anyway, tell everyone <laughs> I said hi. <laughs> I will. Okay. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. So, what'd y'all think? <laughs> I really have to give it to my cousin, Kayla. She is... A trooper we had uh, some issues some tech issues getting that conversation recorded and i felt so bad for inconveniencing her but she just stuck through it and it turned out exactly how i had envisioned so thank you so much kayla i know you are a busy person you are literally like what's that song i am every woman that's you for sure <laughs> kayla does everything and she's one of the most community-oriented people that I know. And she's also doing her doctorate and has, you know, her, you know, a husband and two kids and and just everything. She's like the next generation matriarch of our family, like matriarch in training, I guess you could say. The fact that she made time for me once again to (laughs) participate in this project of mine really does mean a lot so thank you so much Kayla for doing that and of course thank you to Marley Dory Tiffany Anjali Deja Kathy Hope Aaliyah Sean and Yesel for all the wonderful things that you had to say about this show and or about me specifically like oh (laughs) y'all make me feel so nice (laughs) i really do appreciate that and before i move on to my final thoughts i do have one last email to read from my friend morgan she is one of my dearest friends known her since uh, at least middle school and she also is a very talented artist and designer for her business stuff she goes by morgan eliz and she designed the logo for young gifted and abroad so when i was formulating the show in 2018 and i was like oh i gotta have a logo because podcasts have to have a logo she was the first person i thought of to help me with that you know i paid for her services told her what i had in mind and she executed it perfectly And since this anniversary, is such a pivotal one. It's a culmination of so many things. I had to include Morgan in this as well. And so just like with everyone you just heard from previous years, I also asked Morgan if she had any meaningful reflections she wanted to share about (laughs) designing the logo for this podcast. And she really surprised me with what she had to say When Danielle reached out to me about designing her logo for Young, Gifted, and Abroad, I was not only honored, but also elated due to the timing. At that time, I was just starting to get more into digital illustrations, something that I had shied away from in the past due to feelings of creative inferiority in comparison to some of my peers and colleagues. Plus, I was starting to realize that I was feeling a bit creatively deprived and heavily desiring an outlet centered around my creative voice. At that time, in addition to freelance graphic design work and custom clothing, I was running a business that I no longer operate that was centered around helping black creative entrepreneurs thrive in the DMV area, DC, Maryland, Virginia, and nationwide through programming, resources, and other events. Danielle's request came right around the time where I was reassessing what true joy and success looks like to me in regard to my career and life overall, and not what I think it should be based upon what other folks are doing. Her confidence in my craft really helped me with further understanding the importance of nurturing my creative voice, which later led to me reopening my handmade clothing line that I still operate. I'm so honored that my work is part of such a wonderful podcast, which I can't believe it's been four years. And I can't wait to see and hear all of the amazing things that'll transpire in the next season and beyond. Thank you so much, Morgan. I had no idea that my humble request meant that much. But apparently it did, so I'm glad that I could... We helped each other, basically. (laughs) Um, But yes, thank you, Morgan, for also chiming in for this anniversary episode. And now it's time for my final thoughts. What final thoughts do I have? It's actually been a week since that recording you heard with me and my cousin Kayla. And I've been thinking a lot about that question she asked about impact. How has Young, Gifted, and Abroad impacted me? And I think it's still something that I am processing. Probably gonna be processing it for a long time, for most of this break, for sure. (laughs) But a few things came to me after I had that conversation with Kayla. And so one of them is that You know, there have been times in my life where I have felt really powerless and like I didn't have a lot of control over making things happen or preventing certain things from happening to me. And there've been times where I felt like what I had to offer was not very valuable. And I know for sure I was in that headspace when I started this podcast, (laughs) as you heard me tell the story. But I think doing this podcast really helped me feel in control of something. It made me feel like I had something that was mine. Because I also didn't feel like I had enough in my life that was truly mine. Maybe it sounds weird to say that, like... (laughs) One of the reasons why I appreciate this podcast is because it has given me a sense of control. Because I don't feel like I am a controlling or power hungry person, but you know what I mean? Like, I had something that I was in control of and that made me feel less powerless. And it also made me feel, as opposed to feeling like what I have to offer is not valuable, it was like, yeah, I can still do things. I can still learn new skills and teach myself to do new things. I can do creative stuff and I can do things that have meaning. I can still do that. That hasn't changed, you know? So that's uh, one major way that (laughs) the show has impacted me, helping me feel less powerless and more capable. Another thing that came to mind is that I have been able to get over my shyness a bit (laughs) I have not changed I mean my overall personality has not changed I'm still quite introverted and shy around new people and new situations and I still have gotten nervous before every single interview that I've done all 100 of them I've been nervous doing it but it's something about once I got in the habit of, of working on this show Things that I would normally struggle with and just, like, avoid doing at all costs. If it was for this podcast, I just did it. And it it didn't feel like a big thing. Like, it wasn't, like, a, a huge hurdle to get over. So, like, reaching out to strangers or just reaching out to people in general and asking them to do this show. I think if it were for anything else, the idea of having to, like, ask for help or to you know, initiate interactions with people I don't know, or even people I do know, just taking that first step is something I struggle with. Um, But if it was for the sake of keeping this show going, I did it and it wasn't a problem. So I think in a way, (laughs) and I think the show also has helped me get over my shyness by reinforcing the fact that I can talk to pretty much anyone. Initiating interactions or striking up conversations with strangers might not be my first impulse, you know, in everyday life. (laughs) But it's something I can do, and I think it's something I can do pretty well, you know, being able to start talking with someone I've never spoken to before and find points of commonality and make them feel comfortable. and find ways to inject humor and and just welcome whatever insight they feel like sharing you know guide the conversation along and have that be a mutually enjoyable experience for us both and then have it also be enjoyable for other people to hear like that's something I can definitely do it might be nerve-wracking every time but I can do it So in terms of impact, I definitely think that Young, Gifted, and Abroad has helped me be at least a little more comfortable with, you know, leading conversations (laughs) and making that first move when it comes to communicating with people. And last but not least, um, an additional impact that I believe the show has made on me. Uh, I don't know if I'll regret saying this. Or not I might end up cutting it out and it's this thought that um, some of y'all might not believe this but I would say during these past four years that I've been doing this show I don't think that I've been in a great place mentally especially I won't go into details but I'll just leave it at that I have not been in the greatest place in my life over these four years that I've been doing this show and i just been thinking like, if I could accomplish this, if I could accomplish all this, a hundred episodes of a podcast that I've been doing all by myself, well, you know what I mean, <laughs> doing by myself consistently for four years. If I could accomplish all this when I am not at my best, imagine how much more I could do When I'm at a different place in my life, when I am at my best, you know, it kind of gives me hope for what's to come and what else I can do. It's like that, what's that song? Isn't that a song in Encanto? What else can I do? Something like that. Anyway, you know, I feel hopeful and I feel like there's so much more room for possibility than I thought previously. So... Those three things are the extra thoughts that I had (laughs) in relation to what Kayla asked me about how the show has affected me or impacted me. And one last thing before I leave you all and say, see you later for the rest of the year. I just wanna say that when you listen to the episodes of this podcast and when you read, My writing about each guest (laughs) of each episode of this podcast. I hope that it's clear that I've always tried to do my best and that I've always tried to be fair and welcoming and that I care about this show and the people who've been on it a lot, a whole lot. And I just hope that that shines through I guess Julia's giving me the single to wrap (laughs) I don't know if y'all could hear Julia shaking in the background just now but I guess that is my cue to wrap it up so yes that's (laughs) that's all I had to say hopefully be back in January 2023 and I'll still be around lurking on social media so if you want to reach out via Instagram or Facebook at Young Gifted and Abroad or via Twitter at Yg Abroad or you just want to email me at younggiftedandabroad at gmail.com. You're welcome to do those things. And who knows? You know, I haven't said what my big plans are to do during this hiatus because I don't know. <laughs> but maybe I might guest on some more podcasts. You know, maybe there'll be some more guest appearances in my future. Who knows? So I say all that to say, I'll still be around. Don't be a stranger. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening to Young, Gifted, and Abroad these past four years and beyond, because the show is still going to be available. So please keep listening. (laughs) The show is not going anywhere. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Happy Juneteenth and talk to you next year.